Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Popcorn Score. I am Kay, no Sophia again, but today I am here to talk about a movie that I've been wanting to see since like a year and a half ago. Actually, before, even before that, which is A Quiet Place Part 2. Now, I love the first one, and I'm not a huge horror movie fan or, you know, or scary movie fan, but for some reason, these movies are just really engrossing. Like, they're just so fun to watch. I mean, f- I guess fun's not really the right word, but they're just, they're an experience. And like the first one, this movie is an incredible viewing experience, especially if you go see it in a theater. And I'm glad I, I waited to go see this in a theater. Not that you can see this on streaming. I don't think they ever released it on streaming yet. But definitely this is a movie I feel like needs to be watched in a theater, just like the first one, because it's th- the the viewing experience of this movie is just an experience. But beyond that experience, I think the reason why the experience is so great is, first of all, the story and the characters are just so well done. And it comes from a very organic and natural continuation of the first. And because the first one was written, you know, with John Krasinski's family and particularly his kids in mind, and as he puts it, a love letter to them and the fact that it's co-starred by his wife it's a very personal story to him and you can really tell like it's very emotional it's very personal and it, it shines through in the writing and in the performances and i thought it was a great idea this time making reagan the lead as essentially you know she's the one that inherited all of lee's amazing qualities in the first movie and to see how she has taken everything that lee has taught her in the first movie and how she embodies all those great traits you know his courage his bravery his uh, generosity and self-sacrificing ways she also has those qualities now and she not only has learned those but really puts those into practice and it, and in turn uses that to spread that in a very hopeless situation to other people and it's really cool to see and you know i think this movie just like the first one it doesn't necessarily do anything new but it builds tension so damn well i mean because this movie is largely character driven you're so invested in every single character that any move they make right or wrong you're just on the edge of your seat and the way it sort of builds up to each moment and how it uses sound design because obviously these monsters are sound based and also the main character Reagan is 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 a deaf person and so you actually get to hear from her point of view and so like whenever it cuts to her her hearing sense it is in this sort of muffled uh, tone where you can't you can't hear anything, and they use this effect like to great effect to w- when when that happens, and and it because losing one of your senses is pretty scary, especially for those of us who are lucky enough to have all of our senses still. And so when we're caught in that situation, you know, where you can't hear and you need to hear something, it, it's it's not only scary for the character, but it's scary for us. And then just how, again, it uses the limited amount of jump scares that it has to great effect when there's no sound. And then all of a sudden, bam, you you see one of those things just pop out of nowhere. It's, it's legit scary. And yeah, the, these tense moments that not only freak you out, but you find yourself thinking like, what are they going to do? There, there were several moments in, in this movie where I l- thought to myself like, oh my god, they're in real danger. I And I, I don't know what's going to happen. And 
based on the events of the first one, I don't necessarily want to spoil the first one, but yeah, I just feel like anything could happen to anybody at any moment. And this movie really sells you on that. I I was legit scared for each and every one of the main characters as to like where w- will they make it out of this okay <laughs> and there are some moments even in the very beginning of the movie where I'm just like oh my god and and you're just like terrified and the characters they are the stars of this movie they're all they all have incredibly great development and arcs I feel like and they're built up and executed really well and satisfyingly particularly Reagan and Killian Murphy's character Emmett, I feel like get a lot of build-up, as as they should. I feel like this, the movie revolves around th- them particularly. And, you know, they are really the stars of, of the movie. You know, Emily Blunt's uh, Evelyn and, and the son, uh, Marcus, they are they're there and they have their own arcs and stories, but they're they're kind of like secondary, I would say. But regardless of whether they're the the leading characters or the supporting characters, all the performances are incredibly well done. I feel like particularly, you know, you have to call out Reagan's actress, Millicent Simmons. She is incredible. And the fact that she's also actually deaf in real life makes it even better because she can obviously bring a lot of her own experiences to the performance and she does like it's awesome to see and i love the many parallels you know between the first one and this one particularly the uh the final scene of the movie i really like which i won't really talk about because of spoilers but i i love the parallels between between the endings of both movies now this movie is really great there are some things that I don't like about it one thing I guess is it's largely the same movie you know it doesn't really do anything new or add anything and the one thing that it does try to add the whole idea of the whole there aren't any people left worth saving and you know this idea that people have gone like savage and and just sort of out for themselves and like all of that isn't really a thing in the movie it's built up in the trailer and it's like one of the big things in the beginning of the movie and and it's set up to be like this huge obstacle kind of like a whole like zombie apocalypse type of scenario where people are just kind of like gone crazy and like eating people and just hunting people but it's really just one scene i i i thought it was going to be like a bigger part of the movie but it's really not it's still more mostly about the monsters themselves and so i was a little disappointed that i was kind of like misled about this aspect and but i mean it's, it's not something i was like hugely disappointed i was like oh okay well well that was interesting and then we just kind of moved past it and then also there's you know i i did say that that all the characters had great development and arcs but there was a one scene with with marcus the son that I felt like was like super contrived and just didn't make sense why he did what he did. And, and that kind of like annoyed me a little bit. Like they just put him in a situation that was dangerous for really no reason. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I don't really, those are really small nitpicks. Like I could easily overlook those. And, and, and I did. I mean, I enjoyed this movie to the fullest extent, but also kind of like being the nerdy uh, side of me, they, this movie, while it does answer a few questions about the the world and the monsters and, and sort of the logic behind this this sort of this environment and this world, it raises some new questions that I really don't know that there's a good answer for. I 
I just don't know. Like in the prologue of the movie, and I don't think this is really much of a spoiler because you see this literally within the first few like minutes of the movie. But it's it's heavily implied that these are aliens that came down on a meteorite, and and it's just like okay that's uh interesting and then there's a bunch of other revelations about the aliens throughout this movie that i uh i i understand but at the same time i'm just like hmm wouldn't there be other ways of doing this or what is the implication of the rest of the world and so yeah i just find myself just continuously like asking myself these types of questions every time you you feel you felt like it answered something about this world or these monsters it brings up a whole new set of questions but again that's just kind of the nerdy side of me i guess that most people probably wouldn't care about that but yeah overall though i mean all those little nitpicks aside this movie is freaking awesome i definitely you do need to see the first one this is literally a direct continuation i mean you could almost watch these movies in tandem like one after the other, and it's like one continuing story because literally where the last scene of the first one ends, it picks up right where that ends. So it's it's a it's a one big sprawling story if you really look at it. So definitely you need to see the first one if you want to watch this one. But I'd say they're worth it. You know, even if you're not a horror movie fan, which I'm not personally, you know, I don't necessarily watch a lot of horror movies. This movie or these two movies, I feel like you sh- you should go see. It's definitely worth worth seeing and it, and the story is great the 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 emotional moments and the, and just sort of the overall theme of family is, is really heartwarming and i think it, it's a very like satisfying movie to watch so definitely go check it out i'm gonna give a quiet place part two four and a half out of five star or not stars popcorn <laughs> forgot what what i'm doing yeah so definitely check those out and hopefully um the next movie i'm planning on seeing is in the heights which is that uh, new musical that is starring uh, lin-manuel miranda and that's another one that i've been excited about and not been able to see because of covid so yeah i'll probably see you next time with a review of that movie But anyways, thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye.